0: For an inside look at the state's biggest footy league, it's the Monday Waffle.
1: Welcome back to the Monday Waffle. I'm your host, Francesca Venuccio, and today I'm joined by the fabulous Julian Vincentini. Jules, how are you feeling?
2: Fabulous. I'm getting all different compliments every yeah. week I did the podcast. I was
1: gonna say your favourite Monday Waffle Reporter, Julian, but then I'm the favourite, so.
2: Alright, Well, we got the two favourite Monday Waffle reporters. <laughs> That's it. Yes, two friend, favorite. I am good. Um, We only had a couple of games of Waffle this week, but they were both absolutely crackerjack fantastic games games of footy.
1: Yeah, I was at that Peel game as well, and that was an awesome, awesome game. And even yesterday's game was great as well. So a lot to talk about on this week's pod.
2: I'm excited to hear your review for the Claremont Peel game later on. Now,
1: we are talking to new West Coast recruit Connor West in today's episode. And I think it's going to be a great chat.
2: Yes, Connor West is going to be a huge interview friend. I'm really looking forward to this. Probably one of the biggest interviews I reckon we've done as part of the Monday Waffle team. I really want to know how he's transitioned from changing clubs midway through an AFL season. Mm. That, that, that doesn't happen. It's very rare. He's born and bred in the Junalup area. He's played for West Perth. Now he's obviously gone to West Coast midway through the season. Probably still supports West Perth. Who knows? We're going to ask him all the questions. So stay tuned for that That's later it. on in the podcast.
1: That's it, Jules. And right now, let's get into the Round 10 match reviews. <laughs> First game of the week, let's look at Claremont versus Peel, Jules.
2: Yeah, so Claremont had to dig deep into the last quarter and managed to kick the last three goals of the game to beat the Peel Thunder by seven points, which was the only game on Saturday afternoon. Now Fran, you were a Monday Waffle reporter at the game on Saturday and what was the energy and the atmosphere like?
1: Oh, it was great. Both sides were buzzing and I must say, I know I'm supposed to be an unbiased uh, reporter and all of this but I was so barracking for Peel. Like, you know, they're the underdogs and I just really, really wanted them to win. You know, they were up at every break, they were leading at every change and they were just they were really hungry for that win. You could really tell, but, you know, unfortunately, Claremont came back at the end there and stole the win from them. So it was a bit disappointing for Peel, but great game.
2: Great game of footy. Now, Fran, Peel led at every single change mm. in the match. And at three-quarter time, they had a 10-point lead. Do you feel like they've, they've let one go? On. They've, they've let one go on begging. They should have definitely won that game, Peel.
1: I think so, definitely. As as you were saying, they were leading at every change and you could really tell, as I said before, that they, they were hungry for that win. They hadn't won a game since round six and they were really eager for it. But Yeah, unfortunately, I think the nerves got to them a little bit at the very end, and Claremont stole the win.
2: Yeah, exactly right. You look at the stats. The stats are pretty even as well. Disposals were 305 to 283 in favour of Peel. Claremont did have 12 more inside 50s, but then Peel did have more scoring shots. They had 23 to only 20 for Claremont, so it was a very tight tussle all game, and look, it could have gone anyone's way. Being reporters, I know you, as you said you can't be biased, but I you do back for an underdog. You do like an underdog story, especially playing away from home. Definitely. But that's a big loss for Peel because if they win that game, they'd be four and five, and sudden they're back in contention to maybe play finals. 100%. But now they slipped to three and six, and yeah, and Clamont go now eight and one, and clearly on top with a game in hand over Subiaco, but they're eight and one and sitting on top of the table.
1: Yeah, and both teams have buyers next week, so it'll be very interesting to see how they regroup during the week, and you know whether. Peel can come back stronger.
2: Yes, definitely right. Well, on Saturday 26th of June is their next games. And Claremont and Peel, as you said, both have a bye. The Tigers will face West Perth and the Thunder will host East Perth. And we'll talk about the East Perth game very shortly. Let's look at the leading stat getters for the match.
1: Leading disposals for Claremont and for the entire match. In fact, Jai Bolton with 34 disposals. And he's now leading the league with 295 disposals. Absolute gun. And then from Peel, we had Luke Valente with 26 disposals.
2: And looking at the major goal-getters for the match, Jack Buller had four for Claremont and Manuel had the three and looking at Peel, multiple goal, multiple double goal scorers with Blair Bell with two, Lachlan Cullen with two and Roy George also with two goals.
1: Sunday's game at Leaderville Oval saw East Perth pull off a remarkable upset over Premier's South Frio, 59-54. to Incredible game, Jules.
2: Yes, what an incredible game it was. East Perth have been struggling for a win all season. They've only just managed the one and they managed to, to defeat the reigning Premiers in what was... A remarkable day for East Perth as they also celebrated club legend Nathan Blee who played his 150th game in the blue and black for East Perth. So, big win for the club that gives them their second win of the season and... The reigning premiers. Well, they were looking like they were in some pretty decent form in the last couple of weeks.
1: This week, it's hard to choose a match of the week because we had two great games and such close matches. But, Jules, what do you reckon?
2: Well, you said how you do like an underdog and Mm -hmm. Peel didn't get up against Claremont. You must be stoked to see the Royals get up over South Fremantle. I
1: I was very stoked. I think that's going to be my match of the week.
2: Well, there we go. Match of the week for Fran. Now... East Perth did lead at every change. They're up by 12 points at quarter time. At halftime, they're up by 8 points. At three-quarter time, up by just the one goal. And they finished with five-point victors. So it was a close neck-and-neck neck match all day. Disposals were 333-320 to 320 in favour of East Perth. Inside 50s, 36-37. to 37, So very, very, very tight game of footy. And the scoring shots were 19-14 to 14 in favour of East Perth. So they had the five more scoring shots and... The five-point victory, so deserved winners in the end. Let's look at the major stack getters for the match, Fran.
1: Leading disposals of the game, Jacob Dragovich from South Frio with 31. And from East Perth, Angus Scott with 26.
2: And also, you should mention Nathan Blee had the 25 in his 150th, as we mentioned. So 25 disposals in his 150th, a great game of footy. And let's look at the leading goal kickers. Brandon Donaldson did most of the work up front for the Bulldogs, kicking four goals and three goals each for East Perth players, Jaden Magro and Edward
1: Simpson. And that's all for round 10's results.
3: I'm Dennis Scametti. If I'm listening to the Monday Waffle, then you should be too. Teaching
2: Fan Footy.
1: Back with your favourite segment, teaching Fran footy. Not particularly in my favourite segment, but we are joined by Haley Plunkett in the studio. Hayley? hello. It's great to be back. I'm really hoping you make this easy for me. Uh, no comment. Okay.
2: No yeah, guarantees that's... here, Fran. And if you get some of these questions wrong, then look, I'm not going to be too impressed. Let's go. Let's hit it with the first question. I'm not going
0: to be dull, bro. Okay, you ready? No. <laughs> Name the three different types
1: of umpires. Okay, boundary umpires. Field umpires and goal umpires.
2: Well done.
1: I'm really proud. Thank of you. you. I've, I've been studying.
2: Bonus question: How many field umpires are there? Hmm.
1: I know there's nine altogether, isn't there? Is there seven or nine? No,
2: there is nine. Nine. Yeah. Well okay, done. Okay, so
1: that means. Think about
2: it. The pod gets released on a Monday, not Tuesday. Come on. Is it four? Four what?
1: Field um field or five? Oh. No. Okay. Three
2: right. field. Four no, boundary. Okay. Four boundary. Yeah, that makes sense. Two goal. All right. Okay. Go. Next question. Now, did you listen to last week's episode of the Monday Waffle, Fran? Yep. Who is the leading goal scorer in the waffle?
1: Okay, currently? I was literally just... Re- no, stop. I was literally just researching this.
2: If you listened to last week's episode oh of the Monday God. Waffle, you should know the answer to this.
1: We interviewed them. Coding That's in a yet.
2: big hint. <laughs> she just said Cody In Yet. <laughs> she did. She did. That is incorrect.
1: Aww. No, stop. You can't put that in. Place of West Perth. You can't put that in.
2: It was Tyler Cartel. We spoke to him on last week's episode.
1: Oh, did you speak to him, Jules?
2: Yeah, I did, actually. Tyler Cartel. Yeah, you're incorrect, still. Anyways, <laughs> next <was> question. not.
0: <laughs> okay, moving on. Who won the first Waffle Premiership, but of the current teams? And I'll give you the year. It's 1908. Oh, my goodness.
1: Current teams? Something's yeah, there was different that teams Jeez, before. Long.
2: It was the Western Australian Football Association. Okay, well, you know what?
1: Seven. I was asked... Um, who's won the most premierships in a older episode of TV. Yes, I, I asked Philly. you that. You did ask me that. that. And I know I know that that was East Frio. So I'm going to say East Frio.
2: <laughs> wow, well done, friend. Thank you. He's in that brain. Bit of, yeah, See? In, there, past, there is,
1: past study. It's
2: history. not a hollow head. There is something up there.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Jules. All right, final question.
2: The final question from me. Oh, no. What happens... In this instance, so... Oh, here we go. So, when the ball hits both goalposts, is it A, do they just get one point? Do they get two points? Or does the ball come back into play?
1: If it hits the post.
2: Hits both goalposts. A, one point. (laughs) B, two points, because it did hit both goalposts. Okay. Three, no score. Ball comes back into play.
1: I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to say ball goes back into play.
2: That is the worst answer <laughs> I've ever heard of. It. And that's why Fran is still being taught some Fran footy. Is that footy. not right? Absolutely no! not. It's the point post. It's one point.
1: You said it hit both.
2: Yeah, it still yes. classifies as one point. Oh, well, I didn't
1: know that. So There oh,
2: you well. go. Teaching Fran footy is... It's
1: still happening. See you next week for another... <laughs> it's, an, it's another round.
2: fail for another week.
1: <laughs> hey, I got a few, right? Every week, I'm learning. I'm getting better. Stay tuned for one of the last episodes of this season because you know everything. I've got something on my sleeve. Oh, That's God. all I'm going to say. I'm nervous.
0: Else
2: to go. If you're loving the Monday Waffle podcast, make sure you head to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Monday Waffle for more awesome content. And while you're there, give us a like. Now, joining us for this week of the Monday Waffle, we have new West Coast Eagles recruit Connor West here. He's a former West Perth player, now just got picked up for West Coast, playing in the West Coast Waffles side. Connor, thank you very much for coming on board.
3: No worries. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure.
1: Yeah, look, Connor, first off, congrats on being drafted by West Coast. How does it feel to fulfill your dream and be on an AFL list?
3: Yeah, it's um, been a crazy last week and a half, I must admit, but yeah, it's... It's pretty surreal to be honest. It's still kind of sinking in now that it's kind of fizzled out a bit. I've kind of been able to, you know, take it all in a bit and get to know a few of the boys. And you know, the club's been really welcoming and has made that transition a whole lot easier.
2: Um, Connor, West Coast had the bye this week, but last weekend you had a great first outing. You racked up twenty nine disposals and you kicked a goal. Do you feel like you've slotted straight into the West Coast Eagles waffle lineup?
3: Yeah, I think. Well, like I said before, just the support and you know the. Real welcoming and make you just feel a part of it already. So I was able to just go out and play my role, and yeah. Unfortunately, we didn't get the win, but um, yeah, I guess individually, I was able to yeah fill a role for the team, and yeah, it's made it yeah a lot easier.
1: Yeah,
0: how have you found the transition from clubs midway through the season?
3: Um, yeah, well, I found it pretty fine to be honest. Like, yeah, at the end of the day, we're just playing footy, so yeah, I just try and keep it pretty simple and you know, get to know all the boys and just trying to earn their respect. And yeah, by either doing that on the field and off the field.
2: Now, Connor, you are a West Perth player, born and bred in Joondalup. You play for Joondalup in Kinross. Did you find it quite difficult to leave your club you've grown up playing for? And I think there was reports during the week that you are even still supporting West Perth. You went down to their match and supported them, even though you're a West Coast player. Did you find it hard <laughs> to switch from West Perth, which you've been training for all season, and now you are got to go play for another team for the rest of the season? Yeah.
3: Yeah, it was a bit, yeah, at first I was a bit like, uh, you know, disheartened about the whole, like, oh, I'm going to have to leave the boys mid-season. But then again, I was like, I was super stoked for the opportunity that it opens up for a couple of the boys in the twos that have been like knocking the door down. So like, I guess, you know, although it sucks me like leaving them, it gives them the opportunity to play league footy and hopefully, yeah, perform well enough and they can have a taste of what it's like and then... If, um, well, yeah, depending on what happens here at the Eagles, I can go back and play finals potentially for them.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah that, that, that's the bizarre thing, because if you don't end up finishing with West Coast end of the year, you can go back to West Perth. Is that how it works?
3: Yeah, 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 for finals. If the, what the West Coast waffle team is not in the finals, which, you know, we could go on a roll now, but <laughs> who knows? Yeah, I could end up back at West Perth playing, yeah, for them in the come finals time if they make it.
2: Do you find that really weird and
3: bizarre? Uh, Yeah, it is a bit strange when you think about it, but, yeah, I guess we'll just see what happens. Just take it by week by week.
1: Yeah, look, so obviously, look, bright future ahead. What are your hopes going forward?
3: Um, Mainly just, you know, getting to know the boys, just trying to learn as much as I can and as quick as I can and just trying to, yeah, develop my footy. And, you know, I've got, like, some pretty good midfielders here now that I can learn off and just trying to adopt some similar, yeah, um like their style of play into mine and I guess just trying to play my best, yeah, best brand of footy I can.
0: Yeah, were you expecting to be picked up in the mid-season draft or were you pretty surprised?
3: Uh, yeah, I was pretty surprised, to be honest. I hadn't really thought about it a whole lot. Um, I mainly just, yeah, wanted to be playing good footy and enjoying it was my main kind of focus this year and I think, you know, when you do that, anything can happen and, yeah, I guess it's just, a, yeah, good for other guys out there to not just, not just, Totally rely on you know getting drafted. It's really important to just yeah just enjoy, it, I guess, and yeah anything can happen.
0: And were you glad to be picked up by a West Australian team?
3: Oh yeah, no, it's stoked. I think that's yeah probably the best possible outcome that it could have been. So yeah, super grateful for the, the opportunity.
2: Now we're talking to Connor West, brand new West Coast Eagles recruit in the Waffles side. Now, Connor, you had a good first game. The Eagles have been the Eagles AFL side have been riddled by injuries all season. They're going through a bit of an issue there in the AFL side. If more injuries come from West Coast, touch wood. And if your form continues, do you have high hopes to debut this season in the AFL side?
3: Um, Well, I guess yeah. I'm not too sure at the moment. I'm just trying to you know play good footy at the Waffle level and like getting to know the boys and everything. And um, I think a lot of the boys will be back from injury in the next couple of weeks. So, yeah, it's not, it's not a main focus of mine, but, like, obviously it's a dream. And if I ever got the opportunity, I'd definitely take it. And, um, but yeah, just mainly focusing on week by week, just learning all the structures and just, yeah, getting my head around everything like that.
2: Now, you mentioned before how you've learned from some elite midfielders there at West Coast. What elite midfielders in your eyes have taken you under their wing and you're really starting to learn from?
3: Yeah, well, look, Joey, he's um he's been good so far. He's been in injury rehab group, so uh, he's spent a bit of time with the Waffle Boys because they tend to kind of float in and out. And um, yeah, I've had a good chat to him. Obviously, we've got Kyle Horsley down there, who he's like the midfield coach for the um for the Waffle team. So he's been massive in like the last two weeks with yeah with just you know getting them that ensuring that you know the structures and the game plan and. Yeah, just you're constantly getting advice which is like what you need.
1: Now, Connor, I'm sure all players have pre game rituals. What are yours?
3: Um, I tend to well on the morning of a game, try to go down to the beach for a bit of a ditch and go grab a coffee. But I kinda yeah, that's about it. I don't really have anything else other than that. I just like to, you know, get out down in the water, kind of clear the head a bit. Um, and then, yeah, I love a coffee. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Good. Connor, thank you very much for coming on board for the Monday Waffle this week. And Look, best of luck for the rest of the season, whether you're playing finals for West Perth or playing finals for West Coast, who knows what it could be. It's it's a very bizarre situation that we currently find ourselves in. So best of luck for the rest of the season and, yeah, good luck.
3: No, thank you, guys. I uh, yeah, appreciate the call and... Um yeah, thank
1: you. He's put it through. That's the goal of the century.
3: That is unbelievable.
1: Let's look at the games coming up this week in round 11. Now we know Claremont, Peel, East Perth and South Frio all have buys this weekend. But first game, West Perth and Swans being played on Saturday at 2.10. Guys, what are your predictions?
2: Yes, that game at Steel Blue Oval. I think that's going to be close. I oh, know. it's. We've had two cracking games this week. I wouldn't be surprised if we have another few cracking games next week in the Waffle. Um, I'm going to tip. I'm going to tip this one. Districts at home. I'm going West Perth. Okay, well there we go. Split decision already.
0: Yeah. hate Well, their the game spice. against East Perth on WA Day. Mhm. That was a good one. So I'm going to go with West Perth.
2: Yeah, that will be a tight game. Definitely get down to that one. Could be a
1: good one. I'm going to try and get down to that one.
2: Could be an early call for game of the round.
1: All righty, next one, Subi versus West Coast. What are you guys thinking?
2: 2.10 p.m. at Leaderville Oval. Yeah, no, nah, you can't go West Coast again. We say it every week, week in, week out. So Subiaco, for me, nice and easy. Yeah, I'm going Subi as well.
0: But I think it'll be interesting to see if Shui plays. So, so that, that could, I mean, I don't think he's enough to make them win. But But that
1: could be be a closer game. game. Yeah, that's exactly right.
2: So, yeah, Shui should be playing. that would be very interesting.
1: All right. And the last game of the week, Min Resources Park at 10 past three. We've got Demons versus East Frio. What are we thinking?
0: I'm going Demons.
2: Very another tough choice. I'm going... Perth played absolutely shocking in that Thursday night game that we watched where they kicked their first goal until the the last quarter. They've had a week off. They've had
0: time to, you know, think about their decisions and get their act together. And I think they'll come back.
2: They have to bounce back and they will. They will bounce back. The coach would have gone really hard into them during their break. So demons for me in that one.
1: Awesome. And that's our round 11 predictions. (laughs) That's it from us here at The Monday Waffle for this week. Make sure to tune in on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And don't forget to keep up to date on our socials at The Monday Waffle on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Hayley, Julian, thanks for joining me. Thanks
0: for letting me crash this week. You know, I was on two weeks in a row, and I was just getting FOMO this week. You just love it
1: so much. So I'm back. Well, we're glad to have you. Thank you.
2: And thank you very much from our special guest, Connor West, who joined us on the pod this week. Speak to you all next week.
0: Ciao.
3: Thanks for listening to the Monday Waffle proudly brought to you by the students from ECU Broadcasting.